You're listening to 95.1 FM and AM 1080, KYMN Northfield. Coming up uh, next weekend, we have an annual event here in Northfield that we uh, talk about every year and have uh, people in every year because it's a great event. Uh, and we have a couple of the organizers for the Tour de Save joining us right now. We have Eric Berg and Jeff Christensen. Gentlemen, thank you so much for coming in today. Good morning. And if you can pull those microphones closer to you, or pull your mouth closer to the microphones, we appreciate that. And we also have joining us uh, by by, uh, telephone is the uh, director of the organization called SAVE, uh, Suicide Awareness Voices of Education. His name is uh, Dr. Dan Reidenberg. Dan, thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thanks for having me. We are going to start off by talking, first of all, about SAVE. For those uh, of our listening audience who are not familiar with uh, the organization itself, tell us uh, a little bit about it and its purpose. Sure. Uh, SAVE is uh, the leading national nonprofit organization working to prevent suicide. We do this through uh, public awareness, raising awareness about the topic of suicide and mental health issues as they relate to suicide. We work to reduce stigma around mental health so that we can encourage people to seek out help when they need it to prevent suicides. We also are there as a support for those that are impacted and touched by suicide, family members, community members, coworkers, uh, friends in schools. Uh, so we are there as, as a support system for those that really need us. Now, this has been, uh, the last year or two, year and a half plus, have been a very trying time for, I think, so many people in the population, especially those who have some uh, um, some issues with depression or uh, it just has not been a good time. Have you, has there been an increased need? Have you seen uh, more people come and ask for your services uh, during the last year or so? Uh, you're right. You're exactly right. Uh, unfortunately, with the pandemic, uh, we have seen an increase in people calling and reaching out to us through social media, through emails, uh, just looking for help. Uh, they're worried about a family member. They're worried about a friend. Um, we've had schools all year last year that were very concerned about students but not able to connect with them. Uh, businesses that were worried about employees that were working remotely, that they had no way of of helping or talking with them or actually seeing what was going on uh, with uh, their employees. So we've definitely seen this increase in in mental health challenges, depression, as as you mentioned, anxiety, substance abuse, all of these things tragically connected to suicide. So while the numbers of, of actual suicides dropped last year from uh, from decades, we've seen these increases. Last year, we saw the first decrease in a while. Uh, we've already seen this year an increase. So uh, there was a slight decrease last year, but the mental health challenges have definitely increased. And, and Dan, talk about some of the uh, the uh, services that you offer or that you can help people get. Sure. So we have uh, an evidence-based school program for schools, for kids in schools, and it actually helps the the teachers as well understand this and understand how to work with students. It's called LEADS, which is Linking Education and Awareness of Depression and Suicide. There are only three evidence-based programs in in the world, and we have one of those programs that schools get and they use to help students and teachers. We have a workplace program that we're piloting right now 
we just received a, a request for a military base of 1,500 people to, to pilot test our, our workplace program called One Step Ahead. This is a comprehensive program that helps uh, workplaces understand about developing, developing policies and procedures, uh, helping employees know how to talk about mental health and suicide safely. We provide templates and resources for them to raise awareness. So we have a workplace program as well. We have the world's only peer support program. So uh, if somebody is struggling with mental health or, or thoughts of suicide, they can actually connect with somebody virtually uh, who's been there, who has lived experience to help them through those those crisis moments and give them the support that they need when their therapist might not be available or they might not need to go to a hospital but you need, need just need support. In addition to those kinds of programs, we have all of these public awareness campaigns that we run. Our most recent public awareness campaign is called Today is the Day, and it just won last year uh, an, an award in the media industry. And that campaign is designed around saying, today is the day I'm going to talk to a friend about my, my challenges, I'm going to talk to my boss, or I'm going to talk to my spouse. All of these kinds of awareness campaigns help break down that stigma and make it easier for people to start the conversation. These are just some of the kinds of programs we have. Once again, Dr. Dan Reidenberg is with us, who is uh, uh, with the organization called SAVE, Suicide, Aware uh, Suicide Awareness and Voices of Education. And, and Dan, when, you know, if you, on, I guess a final thought is if somebody out there knows somebody who is uh, experiencing some issues with mental health, with depression, considering suicide, if, if either it's themselves or a loved one, what is the, the first step to take? The first step to take is ask the question. If, if you're worried about somebody, is to sit down and have a conversation with them, or even if it has to be by phone, just to make that connection and say, hey, I'm concerned about you, I'm worried about you, something seems different, how can I help? What can we do? Can we, can we have a cup of coffee or can we talk about this? Uh, it's, it's, we have research that tells us it's safe to ask these kinds of questions. It's not going to hurt somebody. Um, it's actually going to help reduce some of the anxiety and distress they have. So the very first thing is asking the question. And then it's about listening and making sure that the person is, is safe or is in a safe place. And then if they are in an imminent kind of crisis, if they're really not able to be safe, it's working with them, talking with them, or going with them to an emergency room or going to a professional to get them the help. It's not leaving them alone, but it's actually going with them to help them get to the next steps that they need. But that's really the first step is asking that question. Too often we have people that are afraid to ask the question, and that creates more distress for the people. So ask the question, listen, see what you can do to help get them to help. And there are hotlines. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, that number is 800-273-8255, 800-273-8255. That's 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's free, it's confidential. They can get all the help that they need. And oftentimes we tell people, if you're worried about someone, call with them. Have a conversation with them. They'll guide you through the process of what you need to do for the person you're concerned about. Well, uh, Dr. Dan Reidenberg, thank you so much for taking a few minutes and, and being with us. We certainly appreciate that. And uh, for our listeners out there, you can uh, probably just Google SAVE, S-A-V-E, uh, and uh, get more information uh, on your website. And, uh, Dan, uh, your website, is that, uh, what, what is the website for SAVE? Yep, you're right. It's SAVE.org, S-A-V-E.org. 
And on that website, people can learn all about our programs, our support services, the products that we have. We have free downloadable material that people can get, and they can get information on where, what to do if somebody's in crisis and how to get a hold of the National Lifeline. Right. Dan, thank you so much for uh, joining us. We're going to turn things over to uh, Jeff and Eric here in our studios. But uh, once again, thank you so much for joining us and have a good day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. That's Dr. Dan Reidenberg once again with Suicide Awareness, Voices of Education, SAVE, and that website is SAVE.org. We're going to get uh, things going back here in the studios. We have Eric Berg and Jeff Christensen with us uh, to talk about the Tour to Save. Gentlemen, uh, well, let's talk about it. The uh, Tour to Save, how many years have you been doing this? 15, 20 years now, maybe more? You know, th- this will be our uh, 18th year. 18th year. Start- this has started years ago after... Uh cyclist named uh, um, Nick Sampton, who rode a lot with the Northfield Cycling Club, had uh, committed suicide. And uh, it was Bill Metz back then who had the idea of supporting um, this organization, ride together as a group and and contribute. And so for a number of years, it was just kind of a friendly ride with our group or some other groups. And we'd have some points and little trophies. And uh, then one year... Bill Metz and I were talking about it and thought maybe we should turn it into a tour and uh, eventually change the name from Tour to Nick to Tour to Save and uh, uh, get it more uh, larger and more organized and try to have it a tour that can include more people. And it's kind of taken off from there. Um, Bill, uh, who was on the board of directors of Save, as, as I still am, uh, retired from directing the Tour de Save a couple of years ago, and uh, Jeff and Nancy Christensen took took that over, and they've done a great job, especially shepherding through us uh, a virtual Tour de Save last year, and actually having a Tour de Save with precautionary measures that came off fairly well, mm-hmm. um, altered things a little bit last last year. Uh, this year's event is on July thirty first. And it will start at Seckler Park about nine o'clock. So, and let's turn things over to Jeff. Jeff, uh, as uh, Eric mentioned, it started off as a friendly little tour, and now it's still a very friendly tour, but uh, it's a uh, grown in, uh, in in scale. You have a lot of participants now. Yeah, we are delighted to have um, a lot of folks that uh, come back uh, year after year. Um, it is a community of people. Uh, we lost our son, Drew. Five years ago, and somebody told us about the tour to save, and we found that our sadness turned into advocacy. You know, as we were riding along with other people on this ride, and and this isn't this isn't the journey that anybody aspires to take necessarily. Um, ha- losing a loved one to suicide is is very sad, but um, it helps to have other people on that journey with you and. Um, so my wife and I have uh, ridden in it since um, 2017, and last year, as Eric mentioned, we agreed to kind of become co-chairs of the event, and um, and we're back uh, for the second year, and we foresee you know continuing on. So, yeah. The uh, let, let's talk about the uh, the tour itself. It's not just one tour. You have a number of uh, tours that are involved. Right. We have um, <clears throat> um, uh, several options for folks um, depending on their experience level. We have a seven mile bike ride um, which is in and around Northfield. It's kind of our family ride. Um, 
Then we also have uh, a 25-mile route um, that um, uh, goes outside of Northfield and just uh, lovely vistas. Um, and then for people that uh, have more experience, um, uh, a 50-mile route. Um, and those three are all on blacktop. They are marked uh, with signs and with uh, uh, paint on, on the roadway to direct people. Um, and then we have a couple of gravel routes, too. Um, um, the gravel routes are, are not marked. Um, we, we do have, um, we do have uh, uh, cue sheets for, for people, and these are for uh, experienced riders. And I'm going to turn to Eric <laughs> to tell a little bit more because I haven't done the, the gravel ride myself. Well, I haven't done the usual gravel ride. I haven't done that route yet either, but... Um, gravel riders are kind of a, they're up kind of doing their own thing and and uh, they will have a couple rest stops this year which is actually unusual for gravel rides but it's a different way to see the countryside around Northfield. Mm-hmm. All right. Now to uh, register, do people need to register in advance to participate in that? It is definitely encouraged um, to register. They can go to save.org um, and look at the events and uh, search for Tour to Save. Um, the cost of registering is $35 per person. Um, uh, if you register online, um, it's 75 for a family. So um, uh, there's, there's a, a bit of a discount if you have your whole family coming out. The day of, that cost goes up to $45 per person. And I want to say it's um, probably, I, I think for a family, it's probably 100 But, um, yeah. Now, is but this? That, yeah, in, go ahead. that includes a meal. Mm-hmm. And yes. It includes <laughs> ra- raffle uh, tickets. It includes um, um, SAG support. SAG so support. we've we've got vehicles that are that are um, yeah. uh, driving along the routes just to make sure if if somebody has a flat tire, they've got some assistance. If they uh, just get worn out or get cramps, you know, we can provide some assistance in that way too. And we have a medical doctor following, and plus uh, libation from imminent brewing is also available mm-hmm. at the yeah. at the venue. All right, the race. and you all you usually have a kind of a gathering after the race. Will that be happening again this year? Yeah, there's kind of a gathering beforehand, as as people can read off the names of the loved ones they've lost to suicide. I've done that every year for my brother, who was years ago committed suicide um and uh and then a moment a mile of silence as we ride out and then there's it's kind of a gathering when people come in um there's been music in the past i'm not sure if we're doing this that this year or not uh but that's when people kind of have food and um beverage and just kind of uh um linger as as uh, jess have it's very much a family that uh and uh, a sense of memorializing people as opposed to mourning people at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, why I've been involved with Save many, many years as a speaker and and on the board, and and uh, uh, I keep doing it because we keep working at it. And mm-hmm. Just three days ago, I had a call from a friend of mine whose company has sponsored Tour to Save in the past, and he told me he said, "Eric, I just got a call from a friend of mine whose daughter committed suicide," and. Um, it reminded me that this is ongoing. It affects many, many people, uh, touches many, many lives, and that's why we keep working on it. Even if we can't re- reduce the suicide rate, which is very difficult, we can help people with their suffering. So. And you have uh, uh, SAVE is just such a wonderful organization. And uh, Dan, uh, Dr. Dan Reidenberg, wow. He is uh, just a, a force himself. Yep. He has really lifted that program into a national prominence and helped so many people. 
along the way. Yeah, Dan is one of the dozen or so guys in the world that really know suicide Mm -hmm. prevention and treatment. We're we're lucky to have him in Minnesota. Yes, and he's brought a tremendous amount of resources uh, to uh, the organization of SAVE and developed those too. So uh, is there anything else you'd like to mention before we uh, let you go? I would like to just um, really uh, call attention to some of our sponsors that have been with us year after year and, and some, some that have really come on uh, recently. So the, the, the fine folks at Neuromics um, have, have sponsored us and also um, Carlson Capital Management and um, Brick Oven Bakery, Ferndale Farms, uh, Silver Cycling. Um, those are some that, that come to mind. Eric, are there... Um, Others that, um, yeah, oh yeah, we have uh, aerospace fabrication, imminent brewing, farmstead bike shop, as well as which is new in town, as well as uh, Tom's downtown bikes, um, uh, the hub cycling team, silver cycling group, who come down every year, Merchants Bank, Sheldaw, Blue Water Properties, Community Resource Bank. So we have many, many sponsors, um, gift cards, and. Um, uh, in-kind donations from places like Heath Creek Cycling and uh, here, also here in Northfield, Cub Foods, the Rare Pair. So we have a lot of people participating and helping in one way or the other. Yeah, And a do. good group of volunteers. We have a wonderful community here in Northfield, yeah. very generous. And it's it's the support of those uh, all, all those entities that, that helped us to become the annual event that it is. And we're really hoping that, um, you know, uh, like last year, we had about 125 riders, which was terrific. And um, this year, we're hoping for even more. Uh, probably, you know, I, before the pandemic, we had, um, you know, 200 or so riders. This year, we're hoping to get even more, 250 perhaps. But um, um, having this event year after year really helps to kind of build that community and uh, the sponsors help to reinforce that sense of community and and we're just so so delighted they you know for that continued support and really looking forward to having um, a great turnout this year all right jeff eric thank you so much for coming in we certainly appreciate it uh best of luck to you with the tour to save coming up on july the 31st and you can go to save.org and find out more information and register yes all right thank you thank you thanks Thanks for having us Jeff Christensen and Eric Berg from uh, Tour to Save. You're listening to 95.1 FM and AM 1080, KYMN Northfield.